Welcome to the Ladies Power Lunch Podcast with Dr. Davia Shepard, a resource for women in business, presenting a wide range of topics exploring professional growth and personal development. And now, Dr. Davia Shepard. I'm so excited to be here with my friend, Dr. Davia. She's going to tell us all about collaboration in her new book. And so I'm so excited to have a chance to chat with her about this uh, amazing book that she's put out and what she's learned over her many, many, many years in business on how to do things smarter and not harder and how to make collaborations work in your business. So for all of those of my followers that are in business, this is a conversation you do not want to miss because she has some really great stuff to share with us today. So tell us a little bit about your book, Dr. Davia, and a little bit about yourself. Hi, everybody in Angel's community. Here's the deal. If you're part of Angel's community, you're my kind of people. And I'm just excited to be talking to you. I'm so grateful that my dear friend Angel has invited me to have this conversation today. I'm Dr. Davia Shepard, and I, I help the women who are part of my community, which is a free group, which is focused on supporting women and giving them a platform to be intentionally supportive of each other. So there's only one main rule in our group, and that is that we're focused on intentional aligned support. And you'd be surprised, but not everybody out there is intentional and aligned (laughs) with their support and not everybody out there is really focused on or in that mindset of being supportive of each other especially in the business space I do notice that it's not as common as you might think it would be Mm. and yet it is also a very easy way to grow your business. So I thought that people would be totally on top of this. I didn't even think that there was any reason for me to have to write a whole book about it. But guess what? (laughs) Guess what? (laughs) The need is there. It really is. And so this is why it became necessary to just share the principles of collaboration and how when you use this five-step process in your business, and frankly, you can use this five-step process in any aspect of your life, because what aspect of your life is not a collaboration? I mean, your relationships, your finances, your, your business, whatever you think about, you're interacting with people. And so using this five-step process can really be helpful for helping us to live our optimal lives, which is what I am committed to 100% all day long to support the women who are part of my free community. Yeah. I've been in your community for quite a while. We've known each other a few years and I feel like the universe brought us together because I sat at your table when I was supposed to sit somewhere else at the greater, uh, let's see, that was the women's women uh, in business summit, women women in business in Hartford. And I was supposed to sit with another group and they they had, you know, given my chair away and I ended up at your table and I felt like, oh my God, this is exactly where I was supposed to be. And from that point 
forward, you and I have been collaborating in, in a variety of different ways. You've had me come and speak at your group. I've been a member of the group. Most of the people that I'm friendly with here in Connecticut are in some way, shape, or form tied to that group. And, um, and from a business perspective, I've hired people out of that group. I've referred people in that group to other business people. And I feel like we've got such a great little community. And I think you're right. I think it's so unusual to go to other business groups. And I've been doing this lately because I'm building my business. I'm adding myself to other women's groups. And I'm not seeing that same level of community and collaboration in those other groups. It's all like self-promotion and a lot of like, you know, clickbait, if you will, where they're putting something up for free just to like get addresses and names and Instagram accounts and those types of things. And I, I don't see any of that in Ladies Power Lunch. And I, and I know that's because of who you are and the fact that you're so committed to people working together to rise, you know, bring everyone up uh, and, and to help each other in a meaningful way, not just, you know, grow social media accounts, yes. hopefully, but like to really create a community where people know each other's business they know each other's hobbies, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they know each other's life story and we really play off each other well. And I've met some really, really wonderful women in your group. So I'm so very thankful that I was divinely placed at your table <laughs> a few years ago. I am so grateful that you were at my table. I mean, all the women at the table are amazing and I have maintain contact with all of them and it's it's just such a pleasure to meet women i have one of my favorite mentors dr deepak chopra and he mm -hmm. always says when women get together amazing things happen so true it's so true it it just yeah. is and we're the mutual admiration society because i really do angel appreciate the work that you're doing in the world I feel like even though our messages are slightly different, I'm talking about, you know, women, let's get together and let's support each other and we're all going to win and everybody grows and all of this fun stuff. And you're talking about confidence and making sure that you're taking care of you as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, it all goes hand in hand and you don't get one without the other. So I think absolutely. it's perfect that we're having yeah. this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Why, why do you think it is that in other groups or in other parts of business, we don't think about collaboration and what I'm going to call sisterhood, not just community, but sisterhood, like really getting down and dirty with our sisters, right? To figure out how do we do this business thing? Why do you think that's not happening in other places? So I know the exact answer to this, but I asked this question yesterday. I had the privilege of being able to give a talk to a group mm -hmm. of 17 year olds yesterday mm -hmm. about Grow Smarter, whole yeah. auditorium full of 17 year old girls. Oh, it cool. my heart so much. And I want to say a big thank you to Steps for inviting me. They're a nonprofit for inviting me to come talk to um, their women that are, their young women that are coming into the world and coming into business. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I asked this very same question of our audience like why do you think we aren't I mean it seems like it to me it seems intuitive like right. no brainer <laughs> what else should we do this is it and a wonderful wonderful beautiful young woman raised her hand and she said we've been taught competition mm 
So it, it was great. It was beautiful because every, every single girl in the room, they were nodding. Mm-hmm. They were agreeing like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what we were taught. And I made a little silly joke about, yeah, we learn competition even from the moment we're born because we are a baby and we're being tested against other babies to see, okay, are you making your APGAR scores? You know, we're starting to talk and we're being tested. Are you meeting the barrier, the limits that you're supposed, are you hitting your targets that you're supposed Mm -hmm. to be hitting? Are you talking on time? You know, are you walking on time? Body training, all of that. All the, we, we've been really conditioned to, Mm compete with each other when we're in school we're trying to get better grades than each other and I mean there is a place for competition in terms of maybe motivation but again out of the mouth of babes my 11 year old we have kids that are reasonably age appropriate my 11 year old it's summer now so he's training track and field Mm -hmm. and he said to me the other day and I was so proud he said to me mommy every time I'm running a race I'm really not competing with the people that I'm running the race with I'm really competing with myself I'm really trying to improve my best time and I thought to myself I'm such a great mom (laughs) yes you are because think about this angel this is something that it took me a long time to learn and I've managed to impart this to my 11 year old right that's kind of great because he's going to grow up with a different approach. But the idea of competition is insidious. It's Mm -hmm. built into us. We've learned it since we're children. And not only have we learned it since we're children, but it's been coming down through generations. This Mm -hmm. is not new stuff. And we've been taught when we go into business to crush the competition as women. And I'm coming from corporate. So I know this very, very well. We are taught that, you know what, there isn't room enough at the table for very many of us as women. So we have Mm -hmm. to be sure to crush the other women who are competing. And there have been so many times when I was the youngest one at the Mm -hmm. conference table, when I was the only woman at the conference table, when I was the only person of color at the Mm -hmm. conference table. And you get this sort of feeling like, you know what, we're letting you in, but we need to keep all the competition out. So to this very long way to answer your beautiful question is that we've been taught competition That's what we've been taught. And so our natural instinct to embrace each other and support each other has unfortunately been crushed. Mm -hmm. Right, right, exactly. And then, you know, I think about it in the context of what I teach other women when I talk about sisterhood, it's not just in business uh, or career, although that's where we see this lack show up really often. But it's also in our interpersonal relationships, too, because we're taught to compete for the attention of a partner or spouse. Yes, ma'am. We cut each other down and we blow each other up because we're, you know, competing for this guy. And that is just, you know, instead of coming together and realizing that, you know, we're better, stronger together as sisters and can support each other and, and, and 
not do that to each other. We're taking all of the cues from the patriarchy and we're putting them into everything we do and not really being conscious of it. And so that's a lot of what I break down with people is, you know, sisterhood is sisterhood and what she's doing, which might be a different path than what you're wanting to do. And that's okay. Like it's totally fine for us to be in parallel lanes and both excelling. And I love being in the coaching community now because I see that there's so many paths to success, that there's abundance to be had, and there's not a need to worry about whether you're being as good as everyone else, because you're in your lane, just like your son. I'm in my lane and I'm checking my own time, right? And I'm just moving forward as the best of my ability and moving myself forward. And to have all these others, um, other sisters, other women to look at as examples of that's where I'm headed, right? Like, why would I want to pull them down? They're the example. So I just think it's so interesting when you get into collaboration, when you get into a community that has true sisterhood and you really start to see that there is room at the table for everyone and that everyone lifts each other up, that it kind of changes your worldview about what's possible. It really does. And it makes so much more possible. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I wish that I had more opportunities to talk to the young women because it's our turn now to change the world, but they're the next. And so we need to make sure that whatever foundations we're going to lay, that they'll be able to build on it. And Mm -hmm. it, it, it was just such an awesome opportunity to talk to them yesterday and to say to them, guys, I'm going to challenge every paradigm that you have learned up to this point. And I'm going to tell you that competition is a mental construct. It does not exist. It is not real. We've been taught it and we live in a society where a lot of people think it's real, but it's not a real thing. And in the context of the work world, in a room Angel, as a coach, and myself as a transformational coach, we're two coaches on a call, collaborating, right? Mm -hmm. If you're in a room with 500 other coaches, it is irrelevant, because there's 7.7 billion people on the planet, Mm -hmm. 7.77 billion people on the planet. I feel like you could find enough people to fill your practice, and I could too. I feel like it's okay. There is no lack. There is no lack except the lack that you place. I love to use the example of my my practice, our private practice here with myself and um, my partner, or sometimes we have other doctors that are here with us. And upstairs, we have another internist, two internists and another kind of physician. Mm -hmm. There is no competition whatsoever. We're all doctors. Some of us even do exactly the same thing. And my patients will always see me and their patients will always see them. And if they have to see me or my patients have to see them for some time, it's okay. But they're always going to come back because my special sauce is my special sauce. And what attracts my clients is going to be very different from what's going to attract your clients. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. So tell us more about some of the stories of collaboration that you use in the book as illustrations of why this is the way forward for us. You know, I really want, especially our 
our friends who are entrepreneurs, our friends who are corporate women climbing that corporate ladder, our friends who are heart-centered women in business, I would love for us to embrace this as the new business paradigm, the supporting each other, the collaborating with each other, because what I know for sure, I know Oprah says that a lot and Obviously, if she says it, it's right. It's, it's gold. <laughs> Intentional aligned support brings mm-hmm. that life of ease and flow. So, mm-hmm. so many of us, Angel, we left corporate maybe with the hope that we would be having the freedom of time mm-hmm. and the freedom of income that being an entrepreneur promises. And we were told work harder and we were told do more and put your shoulder to the wheel and give it your all. And those are all great things. I am not disparaging that at all. But what I can tell you from my personal experience is that working harder and pushing harder and just doing it and doing more is not necessarily a recipe for success for the majority Does that make sense for you, Angel? Yep, it does, yeah. It will be the recipe for success for a very small Mm -hmm. number of people. But for the majority, what is going to provide that success is going to be working together and pulling together. And the reason is because that's how we were made. Mm -hmm. We were made to be in community. We were never meant to be isolated. We were all, we're all made with different gifts and different skills and different talents. If you don't believe me, just look out, look outside your house. (laughs) Everybody's doing something different. Everybody's excelling at something different. I have this deep seated belief that every single one of us has genius It's just a matter of whether we've discovered it and whether we are expressing it and whether society has decided that that is something that it values. But every single one of us is genius, everyone. And so we're all good at different things. Mm -hmm. What happened with me was I had a little, my background is research and I worked for Big Pharma for a while. I had a little bit of a crisis of conscience and we can talk about that some other day. And I went into private practice Mm -hmm. to work directly with patients and help patients one patient at a time changing the world yes I have a superhero complex it's (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna fix all women yes okay (laughs) just gonna fix everybody and fix everything here's the thing though my timing couldn't have been worse and I talk about this a little bit in the book Mm -hmm. I tell my story. I'm very transparent about it. I was joining our practice at a time when our country was in an economic downturn. It wasn't great times for the people in our community. A lot of them lost their jobs. A lot of them lost their health insurance. Angel, a lot of them even lost their houses. Like it was not great times. And what that meant for us is that we had a whole book to fill. We had bills to pay (laughs) and we just did not have the same patient flow that we did before I joined our practice, before the economic downturn. And so my training kicked in, work harder, do more, 
be more, make blood out of stone. We've all heard, have you heard all the things, all these mm -hmm. little proverbs and sayings that yeah. we've been taught? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a Jamaican proverb, and I think I mentioned it in the book. My parents are Jamaican, so, you know, if you want good, you know, Zephyron. And that just means that if you want something good, you have to suffer a bit for it. And so here's what I did. My amazing mentor suggested to me, why don't you go networking? You will meet new patients who probably never heard about you, you and they will come in and see you. So I went out and networking. If there was a networking group, I joined it. Mm -hmm. They had morning networking, mm -hmm. coffee and conversations. I was there. Yeah. They had Been there, done that. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. And guess what, Angel? When they had after hours, mm -hmm. I was there too. Yep. Because work harder, do more, go at it is what I had been taught. And really, that's how I had lived my life up to that point. But here's what was happening. Even though our patient group had, you know, shrunken a bit, I still knew a lot of people in our community. And so I was happily giving referrals to everybody, because that's just the kind of person that I am, right? But people weren't reciprocating. Mm -hmm. And it got to a point where I would just sit down and watch, just, just to observe. And people would just be shoving, I kid you not, shoving business cards into my face. Yeah. And I remember, and I was mentioning this, it just popped into my head yesterday. I remember there was one gentleman who he, he came in and he was wanting me to refer patients to him because he had some kind of some kind of thing that my patients might have been interested in and I said to him well I'm not sure if you really understand what it is that I do he's like I know what you do here's my card and I was like okay thank you yeah with expectation yeah all right <laughs> no 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 reciprocal action yeah just just like yeah. that I mean legitimately this actually yeah. happened yeah. and so oh, I believe it <laughs> I, I got to a point where I was I was a little disenchanted I mm -hmm. was putting in so much effort people you could talk to people who know me from those days and they'll tell you yes she was at everything and they could set their they could just expect that I would be at an event, yeah. Yeah. if an event was happening, Dr. Shepard's going to be there. Yeah. You don't have to worry. She's going to be there. And I was on all the committees and I was, I remember a time when I was on, I was like vice president of the chamber <laughs> as president of another networking yeah. group. I was doing yeah. all, all the of things. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think you could call me lazy. I nope. was just doing it just yeah. like I was taught. And right. guess what? It wasn't working. Wasn't working. Yeah. It wasn't working. Yeah. Lots of people were getting lots of referrals from me, but it wasn't working. One right. day in my effort to connect, I invited six women to have lunch with me 
a Ruby Tuesday on Route 6 in Bristol, Connecticut, here in New England. Mm -hmm. And something amazing happened. And I bet you can guess what happened. Basically, when women get together, amazing things mm -hmm. happen. We're so These magical. women came, they sat at the table, they didn't know each other before. Yeah. They were from all different types of businesses. I tell people all the time, one was from a nonprofit, one was a banker, one was an attorney, one sold greeting cards, one was a, I want to say videographer or photographers, just totally different businesses. Mm -hmm. Nothing that you'd say, okay, these would definitely be able to, one was a real estate agent, nothing that would connect to them all together. And yet we sat at that table, Angel, mm -hmm. and everybody just wanted to support each other. Not because I was going to give them a referral or they were right. going to give me one, but just because we, we were women and we were there and we were together and we needed help. And, oh, let me pull out my phone and I'm going to just send a text message to this person to connect right. you guys. And, oh, you need something. Let me send an email and let me connect you. And it wasn't just business stuff. Mm -hmm. It was life stuff. Mm -hmm. Somebody needed yeah. a babysitter. Somebody needed help with her elderly parents. Mm -hmm. And it was just referrals going back and forth and connections. Mm -hmm. And let me put your number in my phone so that we can talk later and that mm -hmm. sort of thing. At the end of the little hour that I had scheduled, everybody did not want to leave. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And somebody said, why don't we do this more often? Oh my goodness, this was amazing. And I said, okay, let us, let's do it. And I put it on the calendar. Every third Monday of the month, we'll get together. If you can make it, great. If you can't, no problem. No we'll see you next time. And you're always invited to bring a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Every time. We grew from those six women in a Ruby Tuesday on Route 6 in Bristol, Connecticut. That Ruby Tuesday isn't even there anymore. <laughs> That was eight years ago. And now our membership is international. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, we welcomed a new member from Belgium. That's so awesome. Yeah. Women want community. Women want to get together. Women want to support each other. Absolutely. And I feel so blessed and so grateful that I am able to host this particular group of women and to encourage community, intentional, and aligned support. Thank you for joining us. Find out more at our website, www.ladiespowerlunch.com. And find us on YouTube at youtube.ladiespowerlunch.com. This is a production of the LPL Podcast Network.